I still love the new intro. I can't lie. <laughs> I briefly had a moment where I was like, I don't hear the thing. Oh no, has it, oh no, has it transformed to where you don't see the intro? Ugh. Oh no, that's tragedy. Oh no. <laughs> right, well, anyway, welcome to the Fallout TV, where we are your number one source for the Fallout of Drag Race UK series two, three. It's series three. Three. I don't, I can't number today, but I am Logan Murphy. I am Jordan Legacy. Oh, Jordan, we're back. It's another episode of Drag Race UK. And oh boy, this was an episode of television. <laughs> an episode of confusion for me. Uh, very, <laughs> very that. <laughs> Y'all, the fuck was this episode? Point blank and the period. What the fuck was this episode? <laughs> oh God, I don't, I don't know anymore. Like, Oh, God. We'll talk about it. I was confused almost the entire episode. <laughs> it was an episode. I love this cast, though, and that's what upsets me, is that this cast is great. It's just like, oh, if the whole season is like this, I'm going to be upset. I'll also be upset. But regardless, we're going to dive into it. But before we do, if you're watching with us live or after the fact on YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, make sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And if you're listening to us afterwards, wherever fine podcasts can be listened to, make sure you're also giving us a like and a follow, comment, and share, because we're the only podcast in the world talking about Drag Race UK. Um, all of our audio versions, as well as our social media links, are available in our link tree below. Make sure to go check that out. Um, and make sure to follow us, especially on Twitter, for all of the most up-to-date Fallout TV news. Um, I guess we just have to dive into it, Jordan. <laughs> so, we start the episode. Anubis is wrongfully gone, in my opinion. I believe in your opinion, too. I think we talked about that. Um, yeah. And that's no shade to Electra. I think she's a lovely, she's probably a lovely, wonderful person. It's just like, for me, in the lip sync last week, Anubis did better. That's where I'm at with it. But for me, stunting just isn't going to keep you around. And well, we will talk about it. I am actually wearing, I'm going to see if I can get it in the frame. I am wearing my We Will Talk About It shirt. Uh, it's not a phrase uh, original to me, but shout out to Movie Bitches, because that's who I got this shirt from, and it's really comfortable. Um, but yes, everyone's back in the workroom. Uh, Electra wipes off Anubis's message, and the whole time I was screaming with my friends, like, where is Victoria? Where is Victoria? Because I was concerned. And then Victoria comes back. We find out that she messed up her knee during the lip sync. It's not even a Eureka situation because she did this to herself. Like, oh God. 
and we'll talk about it more because it's just the through line of the episode, Jordan. It is the through line of the episode. Uh, but and it she has to be buried for your fave. I am already preparing for the worst, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. We will talk about it. Um, but she comes back. She's mad that she messed up her knee, but she's even more mad that she was so close to the repeater badge and didn't get it. Now, I'm going to skip ahead, not to what happens, but to the format, because we did talk last week about the potential of a top two lip sync every week. It doesn't look like that's happening, I don't which so. makes me confused as to why they did a top two lip sync in episode one. And I'm not saying this is truth, but the gist that I'm getting is that they is that producers didn't know how Victoria would be accepted and didn't want to give her the win on episode one. That's what it feels like to me. I could see that. I almost just dropped my water bottle because I'm so angry. <laughs> but it really, for me, it really feels like that at this point. Like, it genuinely feels like like they were unsure how people were gonna take her as an AFAB queen and they just didn't wanna give her the win in case people didn't receive her well. Obviously people have received her very well. I think she is one of, if not the most followed queens on the season as far as socials are concerned. Um, to nobody's surprise, the queens of color are uh, criminally underfollowed. So make sure to go, make sure to follow everyone from the season, but especially the queens of color because there aren't that many of them. Um, <laughs> because, you know, UK is not good when it comes to the diversity, but it's fine. I can't do it sitting. What were you gonna do? Oh. <laughs> I tell you, I was watching with my friends last night, and the whole time we were just like, <laughs> just the whole time. For me, honest to God, it's the new look over there from the essence of Hall. Like, that's just where I'm at with it. I love it. Uh, I'm a big fan of it. But I love I, I, love I need a traffic cone wig. Honestly, though, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Finale, we come in with traffic cone wigs. <laughs> River Medway, we need to learn where you got your traffic cone Yes, wig. River Med. I'm pretty sure in her Instagram post, she cites where she got the hair. So I don't know where, but I'm pretty sure she did. But we go to the next day in the workroom. Victoria's knee is feeling better. Great. But we all knew the challenge that was to come. And I was just like... You mean to tell me this? Mm-hmm. But. So we get this awkward mini challenge. I guess this is going to be the season of awkward mini challenges. Where Crystal, for winning last week's challenge, has to play Rupert Market Sweep 
for some reason. Now, I'm curious if they just couldn't get two setups for this, because this feels like it would be so much better just as, like, a head-to-head competition without the, like, shady bitchiness of it all. Mm -hmm. But, so Crystal has to find these different, like, stickers and then assign them to her sisters. And the first one up is Starby, which is the biggest competition. And she says Victoria, but not because she's her biggest competition. And I just wanna say right now, I don't care if she apologized later. Fuck Crystal Versace. I don't give a fuck what she does the rest of the season. That's some bullshit. And that's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. Um, Yeah, this episode really made me, really made me dislike her a lot, even though she apologized. I'm good. I don't need it. I hope the second she doesn't win a badge, she's shown the door. Well, she didn't deserve the badge this week. We'll talk about it. But um, we then see <clears throat> the other ones she has to find are Bargain Ben, which is the trashiest taste, which she gives to River. I was confused, but also thinking about the cast, I'm not sure who I would have given it to. I don't know if you have any ideas. No. I don't know who I would have given it to either. Maybe Kitty? Okay, I could see that. But it's not a bad thing, that's just her character. Right. Like, I guess if you're thinking trashiest as in, like, most basic, then I guess River or maybe Veronica. You know who would have been up in arms? Who? <laughs> but I got it. Veronica Green. Also, I loved, I want to point out, they were showing, like, all the different items or whatever, and it said coffee beans, and I was like, oh, I miss Tia. I need Tia coffee to confirm whether or not she's going to go to DragCon LA, because that, honest to God, is the linchpin right right now preventing me from going to DragCon LA this year. It looks like a lot of Canada queens seem to be. Most of Canada, there's a lot of the UK girls that are going. Like, I know Lawrence is going, Ahura's going, but I'm not going to go visit Ahura after what happened, what's happened recently. Um, if you haven't seen it, just go search Ahura on Twitter and you'll see. Um, I think Vinegar's going. I saw, I follow DragCon on Instagram and I saw like all, <clears throat> all the different things, but like Boa's going, Priyanka's going, I think Lemon's going, Kimora Amor is going, and that's honest to God, like, it's like swaying me a little bit more because I already love Kamara. Um, who else? 
from Canada. I think I saw Kendall Genders going. I wouldn't be surprised if um, Stephanie Prince is going. If Stephanie's going, I might go. But I, and I haven't seen any of the UK three girls confirmed yet. But obviously there's a lot of time until May. So, plus I kind of want to go because it's right after my birthday. And so that'd be super cute. But um, we also get the hot deal, which is trade of the season. To nobody's surprise, Jordan, and to your delight, it's given to Ella Viday. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> out of date, the totally irrelevant award goes to Veronica Green. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I would have maybe, if not for Electra getting the bog off the next to go, I would say, honestly, I probably would have given her both. Were you allowed? I don't know. She didn't, so I don't know if you were allowed, but. Oh, she would have been up in arms. Not, but her arms aren't that long, Jordan. She's only five foot two and a bit. Pocket shock. I just kept saying five foot two and a bit to justify like everything she did last night to my friends. I was like, it's because she's five foot two and a bit. Why is she struggling? Because she's five foot two and a bit. But they should have got her a little step to get onto the bike. We'll talk about the fucking bike. But yeah, so no one wins, no one loses. The loser of the mini challenge is Crystal Versace, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> but it was a pointless mini challenge. Two pointless mini challenges in a row with no winner. Why? I'm confused. Um, regardless. I'm still confused. Uh, uh, and the confusion continues, Jordan, because we move on to the maxi challenge. And the maxi challenge for the week is Dragaton. It is a dragged up version of Peloton with choreography by um, Strictly Come Dancing winner icon OG. Otimabusi, who I am gonna say right now, I am gonna campaign for her to be a permanent judge. I don't want her to ever touch a challenge ever again, but I want her to judge this show because she is just so lovely. She was a ray of sunshine. Truly a ray of, a ray of sunshine. I was, oh my God. Um, again, never touch a challenge again unless you understand that not all drag queens are dancers. And none of these girls knew what a Peloton was. But <laughs> regardless, um, so we have three different groups. It's the traditional comedy group challenge. This was confusing from top to bottom, left, right, diagonal. Every corner of this challenge, Jordan, was just so confusing. What choreo would you have wanted? 
I would have wanted the bike. Yeah. Because for me, because okay, so here I wanted to I want to talk about the teams, and then we can talk about the choreo because my thought process as to which one I want correlates with how I watched the choreo happen. So we got Team Ride or Die, which is the bike girls, and that is Chorisa, Vanity, and Electra. Team Baby Sizers, because apparently we need to have a mommy and me class at RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> uh, but that is Ella, Charity, Victoria, and Scarlet. And then Team Ball Busters is Crystal, Veronica, River, and Kitty. Seemingly arbitrary groups based on where they were standing. I wasn't mad at it, but it seemed incredibly arbitrary and not like it was gonna cause any real drama. Because if they were trying to if they were trying to start drama with the group pairings, they would have put Crystal and Victoria on the same team. Mm. But so we go to choreo and i thought when when this challenge was announced in the preview last week i thought everyone was going to be on bikes because i'll be honest and this might be a little bit of ignorance on my end i am not familiar with peloton at that much but i was under the impression it was just bikes I think like I thought all other classes. But the only one I ever see advertised is the bike. And because I would also a like Peloton bike. But there's other classes. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm not so rich. Like I'm not rich. I'm not rich enough to afford Peloton. Let's be hundred percent frank. <laughs> um, which is why I probably don't know a lot about it. You but... can get I think there's like a monthly cost where it has like home workouts as well. And it's like incredibly but you don't expensive need the bike. from what I remember. Yeah. I'm actually really curious. I kind of want to look up how much it is. But Jordan, this choreo from OT, love her. But this, give me your thoughts on this. I wasn't sure what I was watching. Um, it didn't make me want Dragaton, Draga, whatever it was called. Dragaton. That's not a flattering name. Uh, yeah, no, I, I wasn't sold on any of it. Yeah, it just, so I, I was watching, so the first team up is the Bike Girls. Jodisa, Vanity, and Electra, And I was watching their choreography and I was like, this is hard. Like, this is difficult. Like, this has to be the most difficult of them all. And then the other girls got to perform their choreo and I was like, she does realize that these people aren't professional dancers, right? Like, she seemed so excited to be there. She seemed like a real fan. I followed her on Instagram, and she said that she was a fan of Drag Race. So, like, awesome, great. You would think that you would know 
that drag queens aren't all dancers. You would think. But apparently not. Oh, good. Yeah, this is a lot. Oh, work. Okay, so I looked up Peloton prices. One of the funny thing, I'm on Peloton.ca right now. So apparently there's a $39 a month all-access membership that is completely separate from your bike. And the cheapest bike package, which is just the bike, is $1,500. They have a treadmill, too. Yeah, I could pay t- I could pay ten dollars a month and go to my Planet Fitness that's like two out or two miles away. I get that exact same thing. Plus, I don't want someone yelling in my ear. Like, I don't need that kind of anxiety in my life. So I'm good. The first treadmill starts at four grand. Four grand. Oh, is that Canadian? Okay. A glorious $77 a month. For a treadmill? That I don't... I think if you cancel, you don't even get to keep. No? I don't think so. Oh, gal. What are these rich people doing? Go to the fucking gym. Honestly. Do what I I do and go at 3 a.m. when there's no one else there. Yeah. Oof. That's rough. Um. Oh, my lord. We could fake out being Peloton people. They have a workout line. Oh, period. I would love I would love to be a fake. I'd love to be a fake uh, Peloton person. Um, so yeah, the choreo was rough. Point blank, it was rough. But before we talk about the runway looks, which we do have a slideshow for, which I'm very excited. I remembered. Um, we got Elimination Day in the workroom. And this is a lot. Like a lot happens in a very short period of time. And I'm like, oh my God. So we walk into the workroom. Victoria, they're standing around the table before they get ready, and Victoria's talking about her knee, and her knee is not getting better because she kind of went a little full out in the rehearsal. Um, so we find out she's gonna have to do the performance sitting down. I mean, she sold it sitting down. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like she should have been in the top. Right, because she sold it for being... She sold the absolute fuck out of this performance. We'll talk about it. Um, I was... We'll talk about it. We will talk about it. You can't see my shirt right now, but you can see the, you can see the hair. It says we will talk about it. Meanwhile, you just see Michael Kors. It's fine. We love Michael Kors pride. Ooh, my legs hurt. I worked out before we did this live stream and I should not have done so. Anyway, um, 
we see Kitty and Charity having a conversation. Obviously, they're on the same team, question mark? No, they are on completely different teams. Don't listen to the words that come out of my mouth. Um, but Kitty and Charity are talking about this challenge and how they're trying to step out of their comfort zone. They're both very much so out of their comfort zone in this challenge, but in very different ways. Um, and it was a really short conversation, but Charity offered to help Kitty, and I thought that was really cute. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't know who Charity is when Charity isn't in drag at times. Oh. They do, you know, the white girls do kind of blend together. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm just like, which one? Which one are you? That's Out of drag. In drag, Charity is very distinguishable. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then we get the, the big, like, catalyst for the rest of the workroom conversations. Crystal and Victoria end up getting ready next to each other, and Crystal does apologize to Victoria. Um, and they enough. both end up... Not enough. Fuck Crystal Versace. Um, I didn't like her in episode one, and I'm glad that... I don't like her still. But they both talk about, I thought this was a really important conversation though. They both talk about body image issues, obviously in very different capacities. Crystal talks about like, you know, the work she's had done and like always being skinny. And like, it was some, at some point in this episode, I think it might've been, because there was a whole Rue walkthrough, but it was like inconsequential, honestly. Yeah. But Crystal had talked to Rue, I believe, about, you know, being super skinny, not always being the most mask, but in drag, those are all things that are, like, celebrated. Um, but, yeah, so she talks about, you know, being super skinny. Um, and then Victoria talks about her body image issues, and she's also a dancer, so, like, as someone who is and was a dancer and doesn't have a model thin body, uh, yet another thing I could relate to Victoria on. Like, I just, I know I keep harping on it and I love her and I don't think we're gonna have her for much more. We're gonna talk about it and I'm sad about it. But just like, uh, she's incredible. She's just truly incredible. I related to almost everything she talked about in this conversation. What I will say is I think she'll probably get, if in fact she does leave, I feel like she's going to get the invite to come back. I do think so. So I would like, hope, I would hope so. I'm not super worried in that capacity, but like, I don't know what it is, but she fits with this group of ladies so well. She does. And it feels like the queens have such a reverence for her. Yeah. And you could you can feel that from whenever they filmed this. I don't know when they filmed it, but like whenever it was that they filmed this, you could you can feel it. Many moons ago. It was probably like February, if I had to take a guess. Because it feels like, like, COVID restrictions are, like, a little bit better 
and they know what to do more. I don't remember the exact timeline, but regardless, they talk about those issues. It then becomes a group conversation where Electra talks about her insecurities, um, specifically with her freckles, um, and how like kids growing up thought she had a skin disease, and like I can only imagine how horrible that is for her. And then a very emotional workroom. Yeah, and then it only gets more emotional because then Vanity talks about being called the dark sheep of, or it was dark sheep, right? Something like that. The dark sheep of the family, how she was always like made fun of for her skin color. Vanity and then River both talk about being the only, Vanity being the only black queen on the season, River being the only Asian queen on the season. And so having to represent for an entire community um, and obviously, I will never know what that's like. So nope. I can only sympathize with how that feels. Because normally, that isn't as much of an issue on Drag Race. No. No, at least in the US seasons, like, I feel like they do a really good job of casting across the board. And this season in particular, and I think, unfortunately, UK in general hasn't done what they needed to do in that regard. I think, and I, I think this is correct, I think there's only been four Black queens on Drag Race UK across three seasons. Well, I think was, the, diff mm -hmm. the difference goes back to the U... I remember that article that we read, yeah. uh, like closer to, I think because there is a prize in the US and like other franchises, people are more willing to spend the money. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's partially why we're not getting that diversity over yeah. there. Because it, there isn't a prize. It sucks because I know so many queens of color in the UK that like I would die I would die to see Black Peppa on Drag Race, Frida Slaves, Why She Black, like so many amazing queens of color that I would just like die to see on this show. And I think unfortunately it is just a really a fundamental flaw to Drag Race UK. And like I feel like they'd be just as successful if they move to ITV. Yeah. Honestly, like, I think they would do just as good, if not better. And it's yeah. just unfortunate because like so many of these queens, I would love to see have the platform that these girls do. It also does feel like, and I've, I have not been to the UK and I haven't experienced the drag culture in the UK, so I can't like definitively speak to this, but it does feel like the non-Rue girls over there are treated a lot better than the non-Rue girls in the US are. Yeah. It definitely seems like, like, cause I even see, cause I follow so many, like I love 
the UK drag culture from what I've experienced from being in the US. And I just like, I follow so many of them at this point and I see all of these like show runner, like posters, like all of these shows that are happening. And it seems like it'll, cause you know how show posters work. Like the, the big names are put in the bigger font and the lesser known people aren't given as much of a, like a thing. And it seems like that's less of an your issue. Name there. Your it's name so might true. be in like size three font at the very bottom in the corner. <laughs> that ends up being tacked over when they put up the poster. <laughs> I fully had that happen to me before. Not for like drag or anything, but for dance. Fully had that happen to me before. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Anyway. Um it feels like that's less of an issue because like one queen in particular I follow in the UK, why is she black? Phenomenal. If you don't watch the pop buzz coverage that she does for pop buzz UK, when it comes to like, she, she is the person doing the like eliminated queen interviews. Um, if you don't watch them, I would highly recommend because she alone is phenomenal. Um, but she is featured, I believe, I believe it's her. It might be someone else, but she's featured in a show alongside, I believe it's Teresa and Kitty. And they're all like same, same line, same size, like same importance. And I appreciate that. Um, and it just feels like they're, treated a little bit better in the UK. It also feels like drag queens are treated better in the UK. Just yeah. overall. But um, that was a nice little uh, <laughs> rant. <laughs> but I just love, I love British drag, are you, not, not just British. I love UK drag culture, so I'm a fan. But Jordan, do you have the slideshow ready? Oh, I can get it ready. Do, 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 do. I gave you multiple hits throughout the episode. And you, anyway, um, we go to the runway. Rue, I want to say Rue looked like Rue. Yeah. She was wearing a Rue, it was a Rue outfit. I loved it. Um, And then OT. Like, oh, look over there. Rue's it's Rue. OT? Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, OT Mabusi. Ma'am, hello, excuse me, ma'am. She looked stunning. Yes. Stunning. And Alan Carr's back, and I love Alan, so. Love Alan. But the Alan and Graham are honestly the best of the white gay male co-hosts honestly can they just bring one of them over to replace Ross just bring just bring Graham Norton over honestly like I'm cool no no remember because we had this idea during all stars just we don't need any white gay men replace them with black women it's fine yes it's cool we're chilling but regardless, category for the runway is red carpet showstopper. Before we dive in, 
Jordan, did you see Anubis's look for this runway? I did, and I was like... I am so mad that we were robbed of this look, and I didn't have time to put it in the slideshow, or else I was going to. Don't make she me fully... go pull the look. No, I'm going to describe it. Go, well, no, 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 no. I'm, what I'm going to say, go follow Anubis if you don't, because she's great. But she literally had this, like, red ball gown and then had the letter A made out of hair on her head dripping blood. Excuse me. Excuse the fuck out of me. Also, I didn't have time to organize them, but I wanted to pull the photo of them all on the runway because unintentionally, they all basically made the pride flag. <laughs> Did you notice that? Like, they literally, there was someone in almost every color of the pride flag. No, I did not notice that. Yeah, they were now like... Now I'm carrying well, Fully, it was like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. Uh, I think there was someone in light blue, white, pink. Like, it was almost all the colors. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> they weren't in order, but I thought it was funny. Maybe that's why I didn't notice it. Yeah, they weren't in order. But we're going to be talking about these queens in alphabetical order, because that's what I wanted to do today. So first up is Charity Case. I love this. I really like this, too. It was giving me very, like, old school flapper. Well, she even says 1920s, and I definitely got that. She it was interesting. No, it was very interesting that they, I think it was Alan, said that he didn't think this fit red carpet. And I think, I feel like this is red carpet for charity. Yeah. And I really, I, the biggest thing I was nervous about with charity is was whether she really could like pull the gamut of looks and really give like glamour and now we know that she can do that. So I'm happy to see it. I, I thought her makeup was incredible. <clears throat> Great. Choriza May. I'm still conflicted as to how I feel about this. Okay. Part of me wants to say, I love it. But some of it isn't, she sold it, but I'm with you. I don't know how I fully feel about it. Like, it feels like she put two different outfits together. And sewed them kind of like half and half. It feels like, you know what it kind of feels? It feels like she had the blue polka dot, but it was too revealing. And so she put the silver half bodysuit under it. That's kind of what it feels like to me. But then why are the legs different shades? Because it's a half bodysuit. 
you know how some queens they do like a it's half like a like a bodysuit and half like a full like cat suit. Okay. It just that's what it feels like to me. I appreciate that the skirt is lined in this like different fabric. I really appreciate that. But why the more I look at this hair, the more it kind of looks like a Pokemon. Where? <laughs> In the like, I see eyes. I could be delusional. I'm probably delusional. I but I see eyes. I, and a I mouth. see it. I see it, but I still think you're delusional. I actually really like the hair. Um, I do too. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I saw some people online saying that Teresa should have been in the top for this challenge. I couldn't disagree more. I think she was solidly safe. I mean, yeah. I would say oh, that... we didn't even talk about the challenge. Well, we can do it after the runway. It's fine. It's fine. The challenge was giving me Say by the Bell workout video vibes. Oh my god. Let's get through this runway so we can talk about the fucking disaster. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. So next is... Oh god. One of the worst outfits in Drag Race history. Electra Fence in what Alan Carr described as a wizard outfit. Wizard? Okay. Why? And then how? And then why? There was way too much material. It looked like she had a skirt <laughs> that happened to be in the same fabric as her favorite hoodie. And so she put them together. She's wearing the whole fabric wall. Why do we need a hoodie dress? I don't need a hoodie dress. I think I'm okay. Um... I mean I could rock a hoodie dress. I just don't like the con. Like, why reveal the hood? I liked it more with the hood. Just leave the but, hood off. No one needs to see this pink wig you have going on. Like, I'm good. I'm chilling. I either needed this to, like, the hood to stay on, or I just needed the skirt to be more attached at the sides instead of all the way around. Because when she took off the skirt in the lip sync, spoiler, um, I loved just the bodysuit with the hood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is this is a no for me, dog. Oh, God. Oh. Hell of a day. In one hell of a look. 
<laughs> See what I did there? Um, easily the best look of the week. I would agree. I think also, she should have been. I think she should have been in the top. I'm just all about this choker thing. Is that not the same necklace she wore last week for the pride look? I don't know, but I don't. I really think care. it. I also don't care, but I think it is. Not bothered by it. Yeah, I'm not mad at it at all. She just. Oh my god. Um, and to think, and to think, like out of drag is just like a beautiful man, just like. Ugh. It's a mind fuck, really, isn't it? It is. I love everything about this dress, too. There's literally nothing I would change. Nope. Should have been in the top. I agree. Thank you, email notification. Ooh, period. We love that. Yep. Should have been in the top. Point blank and period. Agreed. Agreed. Next up... Kitty Scott Claus! I thought this was good. The corset, the visible corset, really threw me off. Is her glove stuck on the dress? I think they're attached gloves. It looks like it from this photo. I don't remember if I'm honest. But she looked great. It's just the corset. Like everything Michelle said on the runway, I agreed with. There's some weird proportioning going on with this look, but she looks yeah. good. It looks like she has no shape, and we know she does. Right. So it's interesting. Like, but I thought she looked good. Um, we'll talk about it. I do wish the hair was a bit bigger. Literally, yeah, no, I agree. Everything, literally everything that uh, Michelle said. The hair needed to be bigger. The visible corset was a distraction. Like, that's, yeah. Next is Crystal Versace. I thought this was fine. It's it's a good outfit. I don't like her, but it's a good outfit. For me, she definitely didn't win. Um, for me either. Um, especially because, you know, she fucked up half the routine. That part. We'll talk about it, but I thought this was fine. So this is actually interesting. I don't know if you saw this about River Medway, Jordan. She said on social media, she posted this look, her like photo of the look. And um, she actually revealed this was her final runway look. 
Um, well, but she did, well, she didn't feel confident in what she brought. So she changed and spent a bunch of time doing this like Anna Nicole Smith hair. I'm gonna be honest, she looks 12 years old. Yeah. And I don't know if it's this photo or like, I. she just, she looks like she's 12 years old in a gown that's too big for her. I really didn't She's care playing for this. Mommy and dress up. It feels a little bit like that. And I love River. So I hate that I'm saying that. But yeah, that's kind of how I feel about that. Interesting. By the way, she did make the traffic cone wig. Oh, okay, good. Scarlet Harlot. It's, again, it's fine. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. She, it felt like she was trying to go for some sort of, like, demure, like, red carpet situation on the runway. And it felt, like, timid, and I don't know whether that was intentional or not. Hmm. That's a good question. Like, I really, also, I genuinely can't, I can't tell. Is this dress, like, a gradient of red? No, it's all scarlet. It's just oh, the lighting. Like Oh, okay. I was like, why does the bottom look a little orange? It's the lighting. All of the all of these photos like are kind of washed out because if you look at Ella's look, it looks more like a light orange in the photo here, but on the yeah. runway it's like a baby pink. Yeah. So I don't know. Drag Race UK really needs to get better when it comes to photographing these looks. Uh, you said it, not me. I sure did. I'll say it again. Eh, it's just okay for me. It is perfectly serviceable and fine, and that's honestly how I feel about her so far in this competition. I'm not offended by it. I'm not not offended. I'm neutral. Honestly. Ah, God. Vanity, Milan. Everything but the hair is perfection for me. I really like this look. I loved it. I agree with you. I feel like the hair should have been bigger. Well, and the thing is, what I'm going to say is, spoiler, in the lip sync, when her hair comes apart, it looked millions of times better. That part. And I'm like, girl, why didn't you just do the long hair? Like, just bump it up a little in front, and it would have looked great. Because I didn't even know this was a full wig until it fell apart. Like, but I, I think from the 
from the the forehead down, she looks phenomenal. That part. Mm. Good old Ronnie. Um, I actually don't hate this. I'm not offended by it. I I don't. It's not one of my favorites. I do like it. The only issue I had is the bronze lip. That was a choice. It kind of washed her out a little bit on the runway. Mm. Um, and then I, I noticed it even more so when they were in the untucked, whatever it is. It's not untucked, but it's like when they're in the workroom, whatever. When they're drinking in the workroom. Um, we're drinking in the workroom. Very that. Um, yeah, I'm not offended by this. I actually really like this for her. This was the moment where I was like, oh, Veronica's back. Yeah, I kind of seen the light return in her. Yeah. So I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. And last up, alphabetically, our icon. I love this from Victoria Strong. I will say the only problem I had is that she she also looked a little washed out. Oh, she's really whited out. Yeah, like, I don't know whether it was just, like, in the time in between challenge and runway, if she just couldn't get enough, like, bronze on her face or whatever it is. Like, she just looks a little washed out. But otherwise, like, I love that she... is almost the same shade as her hair. Which is almost the same shade as her arms. Um, I I will say the one other thing. I love this. I wish she had steamed it. Ooh, because of the wrinkles. The bottom is a little wrinkly, but that's honestly nitpicking for me, because I think the gown is great. Indeed. And that's, that's the runway. Um, skipping back to the actual challenge. Rewinding. Rewinding just a little bit. Jordan, Dragaton, what'd you think? I'm so confused. This felt I will like say they- the balls choreography looked like someone was gonna get injured. It was so difficult. Like these people are A, not dancers, and B, not workout instructors. Not dancers doing a workout instruction. And they aren't dancers that do workout instruction, and they aren't workout instructors who dance. Like, and then throughout the whole thing, like the intro part was confusing. (laughs) The ending where they just malfunction was confusing. I was just very confused. Were they supposed to be robots? I guess. Because Peloton instructors are robotic? 
I don't know. Easily one of the most chaotic episodes of Drag Race I've ever seen. Easily. Can we not do... I'm not subscribing to Dragaton. I'm not subscribing to Peloton or Dragaton, let's be honest. But... A low, low price of $999.99. You're... Pounds. Not that. But we do get the safe girls are called as Teresa, River, Ella, Scarlett, and Victoria, with Kitty, Crystal, and Veronica in the top, and Vanity, Electra, and Charity in the bottom. Jordan, do you agree? No. Same. <laughs> I will say I agree with the bottom three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, for me personally, I, I think my top three would have been just based on who I remember in the challenge. For me, I think it would be Kitty, Veronica, and Ella. I would agree with that. Victoria was very close but she was always gonna be hindered by not being able to go full out in the challenge. Um, I would also say maybe Scarlet in the bottom again. I'm kind of thinking maybe she should have been in the bottom again. Oh. Not that she was last week, but I thought she should have been. Um, but Charity also really did not do good in the challenge. But yeah, I think I would have put- This wasn't a good challenge. No. No, I came out of it truly, I've had to watch it twice. And I came out of it the first time just being like, I genuinely have no fucking clue who's gonna be in the top and who's in the bottom. But the top three are Kitty, Crystal, and Veronica. And Crystal is given the win. Even though, for me, she fucked up half the routine. Like, she fell off her ball at one point. I found her incredibly unmemorable. She was such a joy to watch. Like, I truly, honestly, I think the win should have gone to Kitty. I mean, I would have been more on board with a Kitty win. I think, honestly, Kitty, Ella, or Veronica, I could have justified. Yeah. Because Ronnie, I remember her very well. Like, she was, she had the energy. She didn't necessarily have the moves. Where I thought Kitty had the moves and the choreography and like the attitude down really well, whatever the character, the character she was playing worked well for her. Um, but I thought she did. I thought she should have won personally. Um, we don't get a top two lip sync. So I guess that was a one-off. I don't know. Um, again, I think it's cause they didn't want to give Victoria the win. 
that's just me personally. Um, and we find out that the bottom two are Vanity and Electra. Do you agree, Jordan? Sure. Great. Love that. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think because, like, I would have put someone other than Vanity there. So, Charity. Yes. I wouldn't have... Only because, like, the critique that, that Vanity got, the biggest one was that her hair was a distraction. And I did agree with that, honestly. Um, I also didn't think she had, like, a great grasp on the choreography. Um, and I just didn't really remember her other than her giant wig that was going everywhere. That's fair. So I, I agreed with the bottom two. Um and Electra was just incredibly unmemorable to me. But regardless, Vanity and Electra have to lip sync to a song, another song that I've been waiting to see on Drag Race Jordan. And I was very excited to see it. It's Moving On Up by M People. Uh, the lip sync was great. It was. I was surprised the little one didn't get injured jumping off the stage. Not only is she side jumping onto her onto her calf, but then does multiple splits and then does a half split jump off the stage to finish the routine. And I know I'm going to sound like I'm beating a dead horse, but I had the exact same feeling about Electra in this lip sync that I did last week. None of the moves she did matched the song at all. No. Whereas I thought Vanity absolutely destroyed this lip sync. She had the she had the one trick, which I thought fit exactly where she put it. I thought she she just embodied the song, and that is just so important for me. In a lip sync, I she just I would not be surprised if Vanity was the lip sync assassin of this season. I wouldn't be surprised either. I don't want to see her at the bottom much because I, I'm loving her. But I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up as the Lipstick Assassin. Fair. But rightly so, Vanity wins the lip sync. And we say goodbye to Electra Fence. Ma'am, was she wearing Vanity's purple cape in the workroom? I fucking died when she walked into the workroom and had the cape on. I, I like audibly laughed for like 10 seconds. Like, and I don't, I want to say like, I've, I've shit on her the last couple episodes. I don't think she's a bad drag queen. I actually really like her. I just like poorly placed stunts in a lip sync <laughs> is just never gonna like, never gonna do well. I will say, 
I can't do any of what she does. And that is impressive that she does it. And I've seen other performances of hers where it fits better. I was like, why is she wearing? She stole the cape. I died. The cape made the look better. That's the other thing. Like, I, oh my God. But yes, so that's the end of the episode. Oh, wait, alert, alert, alert. Not really an alert. Um, so Rue asks Victoria to step forward. And I literally started screaming. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not how she goes out. This is not how she leaves. And then Rue luckily says she has to go get checked out. And based on what the doctors say, we'll see whether she can continue or not. I did really also appreciate the fact that Rue was like, we want you here. I want you here. So like, please be better. <laughs> Basically. I was kind of like, ma'am, please, please. This is also why are like... You, why are you mentioning this now? Why are we stopping? Well, I mean, I you appreciate it. Tell us at a letter, later date. Well, no, I appreciate it that they told us now, at least, like, being transparent about the situation. Because I know, like, Drag Race has, like, not treated these situations very well in the past. Eureka. Like, quite literally, Eureka. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate it that they told us. I just have a bad feeling about it. And uh, I think we're going to be losing our scone here at the start of next week's episode. Because in the preview, there was not a single shot of Victoria at all. So I am not confident at all. And it makes me sad. And I'm hopeful that she will get an invite to season four. Um... I think given what Rue said and Rue saying that she wants Victoria in the competition, I think she will. And given the fan reaction, especially like, I don't, I don't think it'll be a problem. I think we will be seeing Miss Victoria Scone back for season four where she will rightfully win the season. That part. But with that, we end yet another episode of Drag Race That's UK. We're two, yes, we're two episodes in. I'm really liking the season so far. Uh, next week is a design challenge where they have to, they have, it's unconventional materials, which I love, but they have to design two looks. The last time I remember them having to design two looks was on season three. I'm worried. I'm very worried. Like, I hope they get multiple days for this challenge and it's not just a one day challenge. I'm worried but for Ella. I'm worried for Ella. I'm excited for River. I hope River has a really good showing next week. Oh, um, look over there. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm loving River. But yes, so thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Drag Race UK. Uh, if you're watching on the day that we are currently live, uh, make sure to come join us later today for our coverage of uh, Drag Race, or not Drag Race, uh, Survivor. Um, and our finale uh, recap for Drag Race Holland came out earlier today on the day you're watching. So make sure to check that <laughs> out as well. That. I'm going to try not to get tongue-tied before we go live again in a few hours. <laughs> it's fine. Regardless, thank you for joining us. Joining us. Yes, that's a sentence. That may, oh, bye. Bye.